Hey friend, we are in the last in our four-part series of A Day in the Life series. I really hope that you found these episodes helpful and they've given you an idea of what cycle syncing looks like in real life like how you can cycle sync your nutrition your fitness your productivity your motherhood I hope it's given you some ideas of how you can apply the cycle syncing like framework to your own life if you love the idea of cycle syncing and you'd like to dig a bit deeper into how it could work for you, make sure you go and grab yourself one of my five one-to-one coaching slots through February. We build a productivity plan. So I take you through getting clarity on your goal. We look at how you can find the time to organize your current commitments so that you have enough time to take action steps on your new goal. And then we build a personal personalized action plan where you know all of the things that you've got to do each day to take yourself closer to that goal over the next 90 days. So the link to that is in the show notes. I've got a couple of slots left through February and then once they are gone you can get yourself on the wait list for March and if coaching isn't for you right now why not just come and hang out with us over in the free Facebook community the link to that is also in the show notes I share recipes I have monthly challenges over there and it's just a place where we can come together and get to know each other welcome to the productive mom podcast I'm SJ mom former teacher cycling fanatic fitness coach life coach nutrition coach and love of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Okay, we are doing the last phase in the cycle thinking day in the life series. Today is the menstrual phase. And I know that often many people talk about the menstrual phase being the start of the cycle, but I actually often look at the follicular phase as being the start of the cycle and the menstrual phase being at the end. And the reason why is because when I talk about cycle thinking, I think about the phases as being seasons. So we live on a farm in the UK, in Dorset, and the seasons are really, really important to us. And the menstrual phase I often liken to being winter and to me in the way that our calendar works here in the northern hemisphere like winter comes at the end of the year so that's why I kind of work in that way. So the menstrual phase is obviously the phase where you start to bleed and that usually lasts somewhere between five to seven days. So what's happening in your body? At the end of the luteal phase, your progesterone levels drop off completely and that triggers your body to start shedding the uterus lining, which is what your period is. And it's really important to pay attention 
And I know it sounds a bit gross, but it's quite important to pay attention to what that uterus lining looks like, what your period is like, because the consistency, the color, and also the duration of your monthly bleed can be a real key indicator of your overall health. And many experts in this field of women's health actually think that doctors need to be paying more attention and using our monthly bleed as a real indicator of our health and women's overall health. And I think that's quite an important point. And have a think about it yourself. One of the things when you are tracking your cycle, many of the apps will allow you to track like the consistency, it will track the volume, so whether or not your bleed is heavy or light, what's going on with it, um, you know, whether you've got cramps and that kind of thing. And this is quite important information to add into your tracking app if you're using an app or writing it down in your tracking diary, whatever it is that you're using, because then you can start to see patterns. Because what you might find is that from month to month in the different phases, like within your follicular phase, if you're doing or you're eating certain things, you might find that that then shows up in your bleed. And the consistency or the intensity, the volume of your, your period might change based on some of the activities or the foods that you've been eating. So that's really, really important to pay attention to. Now, if you've had children, you're gonna know that after you have had a baby, your periods are like a bit all over the place and you might even find that your period then when it settles down is likely to be quite different and it might take a while to get back into sync and your period might be heavier after you've had children. Um, and in this phase, it's important to bear in mind that you are likely to feel tired. You're probably gonna feel quite withdrawn and this is body, this really is like nature, like winter on the farm here. It's your body telling you that you need to rest. And this is a time when you have permission not to go out all guns blazing. This is the time when your body is saying you need to slow down. And if you think about the seasons that I was talking to earlier on in the episode, like here in winter on the farm, things are resting. You know, like Tim's often like planted seeds in autumn and they're in the soil and they're waiting for the warmth, they're waiting to germinate in the spring, but everything's resting. And although winter in the UK isn't the most pleasant of seasons, I really enjoy winter because for us as a family, it's a chance for us to be together and to rest a bit because the demands on in the farming world, particularly because we are an arable farm, we don't have we don't have animals to look after so this is a time when tim can actually take some time off and he can really rest and recuperate as well and obviously like spring and summer looks really really different as we're you know as he's working and he's you know going through harvest and that sort of thing so winter in farming is similar to our cycle because winter is the time for us to be resting. So let's talk about food. What kind of carbohydrates should be eating at this time? So wild rice is a great option for your body because it's going to give it plenty of really good quality carbohydrates. And it's also going to have some great fiber in it as well that's gonna help your body. 
Veggie wise, you want to be thinking things like beets. I love beetroot, like beetroot is just oh, roasted beetroot. Oh my goodness, I love it, love it, love it. Things like kale and mushrooms. So you might wanna make yourself maybe some really warm, comforting mushroom soup, love that. Fruits, you might want to be thinking like blackberries, blueberries and watermelon. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a massive fan of watermelon, but I love blackberries and I love blueberries as well. Now in this phase, your hormone levels are low, but you can help your body by eating high protein and lots of healthy fats to support your brain function. Menstruation, like your menstrual phase is hard work for your body. So you need to be eating nutrient dense foods and that is really, really key. Now, I'm also going to talk about poo as well because your bowel movements in this stage are likely to be looser than they were in your luteal phase. And that's because of the drop in progesterone and there are these things in your hormones now called prostaglandins and hopefully I've said that right. And they are what helps to stimulate the uterine shedding And that's why we often find we get the lovely period poops, which you might have experienced. So think about it like this. If your food is moving through your system quicker, it's really important to have nutrient dense foods so that your body can absorb as many of those nutrients as possible. Okay, let's move into exercise and thinking about the sorts of exercise that you should or shouldn't, (laughs) gives you a bit of a clue, be doing in this particular phase of your cycle. Now, at the end of your luteal phase, I was talking about how you shouldn't be doing like HIIT training because it's going to trigger fat storage. It's going to trigger muscle wastage. It puts stress on your cardiovascular system. Your body does not want to be stressed at this point. It's doing so much. And I think I spoke about like, I think it was in the ovulatory phase or the follicular phase about, you know, perhaps you might have a goal of entering a, like a run or a cycle race and Last year, I entered myself into a cycle race. I thought the race was going to land like towards the middle of my luteal phase, but actually it ended up landing the first day of my period. And I just said to myself, there is absolutely no point whatsoever in going to try and cycle that 100 kilometer race because my body was just not going to be up for it. It was just going to be hard work and I was going to put my body under a lot of stress that it really, really didn't need to be. So that's why it's important to think about when you're scheduling your exercise, planning in advance. If you are somebody who uses an online platform and works out at home like I do, this is the beauty of these on-demand programs is you can just go and choose whatever it is that you want to do well in advance and if you use one of these programs and you want a bit of help with knowing you know what sort of exercises you should be doing when drop me a message because I can show you and you know to make it easy what you should be thinking about is the high energy full-on cardiovascular super sweaty stuff in the first half of your cycle so the first two weeks and then in your luteal and your menstrual phase you want to be slowing it down and in your menstrual phase really you want to be thinking like walking 
having some good walks outside, getting in nature. You could be doing some foam rolling and some yoga. Yoga is really, really good for helping if you struggle with cramps at this time of the month. And as I said earlier, this is the beauty about being able to work out from home because you really can just kind of like press play on whatever it is that you want to do and these on-demand platforms like the one that I use there's so there's thousands of different workouts and there's always something that is going to work for you regardless of however you are feeling and another great thing about working out from home particularly in this phase of your cycle is you're not going to feel self-conscious like regardless of whatever menstrual products you use you often feel bloated you feel uncomfortable you might be worried about leaking and that kind of thing and if you're working out from home it really doesn't matter because nobody can see you okay next up let's talk about productivity and work in this phase now this is a really good time in your cycle to be evaluating reviewing things doing analysis and also using your intuition I really think as women we have been gifted from God this incredible like intuition or sixth sense or whatever it is that you want to call it because I think as women particularly when it comes to our children we just have this really good gut instinct and I know and I will share more with you about this um and what's been going with on with my daughter Chloe um, in time but there's been some things that have happened with us as a family where Chloe's been at school and I've just really really felt like in my gut that something wasn't right and it turned out that I was absolutely on the money but so many people didn't believe me and so many people didn't understand what I was saying and I think as women like you need to stand strong in that intuition and in this phase in your cycle is when your intuition is at its strongest now this is because your brain your left and your right brain are working optimally and communicating really well together and that's because your hormone levels are low now in terms of your work this is a great time to be running reports and analyzing them looking at what is working well and what isn't working yet well check in as I said earlier with your intuition what is it telling you about an opportunity that you've been given or a client that perhaps you would like to be working with check in with your goals now and also now is the time to be reviewing them and just a quick reminder as I said at the beginning of the episode there is an opportunity to go through this process with me if you find it hard to set goals and get clarity and build an action plan then my productivity plan is what you need so click the link in the show notes grab yourself one of those spots and we can build this goal setting plan together okay let's talk about motherhood because the intuition follows on quite nicely with regards to motherhood now when it comes to cycle syncing your motherhood this can be quite a challenging phase to be a parent because all you want to do is probably sit on the sofa with a blanket and watch like 
Bridget James films and, you know, maybe take a couple of paracetamol and eat some chocolate. Now, when it comes to cycle syncing and what you might want to be doing with your kids in this phase, I really like to kind of get back to basics with Chloe. Like, I like to be outside with her, like pottering in the garden if the weather's nice. Um, so we might be doing some planting. We might be... Um, like digging over some patches of earth I mean my daughter just absolutely loves to get her hands dirty um (laughs) we're really lucky here because we do have a really large garden but that can feel massively overwhelming but that I'm sort of digressing a bit here and if the weather's not so great then now's the time to plan in some movie nights and you know maybe start organizing and writing a list of some films that you might like to watch together You could also book in trips for your children to go and visit their grandparents at this time of the night of the month um, if your family are nearby and also this might be a really good time for some quality time with daddy as well and don't be afraid to pack them off with a packed lunch to go and stay with the grandparents for a day or encourage their father to take on a little bit more ownership of the children because you're feeling tired and a little bit worn out and this is where the communication when it comes to cycles thinking with your partner is really important and whilst it might be something that maybe your husband cringes about to start with and I mean honestly like the picture of Tim's face when I first started sort of digging into this and talking about it with him he was just like oh my gosh what I don't want to think about this kind of stuff but actually now and now he understands it it really does help him to understand me better and it's actually really helped our relationship as a couple because he knows and he has an understanding that my body doesn't work the same way as his like I don't wake up every day feeling the same way like he does and with the apps and I know this night might sound a bit crazy but many of the apps will actually link and sync to your partner so they can kind of get a notification you may or may not like this but they will get you can set it up so that they can get a notification that they know that you have gone into a different phase in your cycle now this could come in quite handy particularly if you are trying to get pregnant then your partner will know when the best time to um, be thinking about having sex is <laughs> to get pregnant and also they will have an idea of when the best time to leave you alone is as well <laughs> so they if they know that you're in your menstrual phase then it might be the time for them to be you know like taking care of you and buying you a bunch of flowers and that kind of thing and it just it's a it's a communication tool that can really help you to better understand together and work together as a couple which I really think is such a great thing okay now that all being said let's talk about what this looks like for me on the day-to-day basis now as I've said this before in the other three episodes most of my days kind of follow a fairly similar pattern and routine it's how I get stuff 
done. (laughs) And if you've heard my episodes at the start of January about the three-step productivity plan, I talk you through that. And that's what I do the one-to-one coaching on. And that's why, yes, okay, my days do look very similar, particularly Monday to Friday, but it's how we can get optimal and get the most out of the time that we have, because then we don't have to be feeling like we're all over the place. So on a day-to-day basis, this looks similar to the luteal plan, the luteal day that I was talking about in the last episode, but also it means changing some of the things that I'm doing and planning ahead and making sure that I have space in my diary to actually take some time off which you might be thinking like what (laughs) but if you are um like an entrepreneur and you have that flexibility you own your time remember you and this is you know this is why you've worked hard in your business to be able to have this time flexibility so use it you don't have to work at like 24 7 all the time you can use the cycle syncing method in your productivity to, you know, take a step back when you need to, when your body's telling you. So a day in the life, and I will get there, looks a bit like this. So my workout in the morning looks different. If I'm not training a client, then I will be doing some kind of like yoga or flexibility, just stretching, shower and school run as normal. And then Work-wise, I will be working from home still because I prefer the quiet at this time of month and I'll be looking at like reviewing goals, I'll be writing reports for projects, if I'm working with clients I'll be like reviewing their progress and you know looking at projects and that sort of thing, reviews for them. I'll go for a walk with my dogs at lunchtime to keep me moving And then often at this time of the month is I'll book in and pre-prepare and plan a few afternoons off. So I might go and get a massage or go and get my nails done or just have an afternoon. And this like I really don't do this very often, but I do plan this into my into my cycle, into my menstrual phase is I'll just have an afternoon where I just sit down and maybe watch a few episodes of Friends with a cup of tea and just chill because this is the time when your body needs it. And this is the time when you can give yourself the permission not to be doing all of the things all of the time. Now, obviously, I'll then be doing the school run. After school with Chloe at this time of the month will look like having some movie afternoons. Maybe we might go for a gentle walk somewhere or perhaps go out for dinner so that I don't have to do any cooking. It's just really about slowing the pace of life down. We might be hanging out in the garden if the weather's nice. Um, I was talking about, you know, how we could be like planting some plants. But just taking things easy, doing some crafts in the garden, get a massive big piece of paper and some paint and kids will just have the best time, won't they? We've got one of those big like black um, tough trays and you can set up activities for them to do. And, you know, they'll be there for ages with Play-Doh and flour and all kinds of things like that. And you can, you know, be there and be present with them with a cup of tea and just enjoy their company it doesn't have to be full on all the time but you do have to get a little bit organized so that you've got stuff that they can do they could do independent play Chloe 
I can give her stuff to do and she will just, I mean, bless her heart, she will just go and get on with things. And as long as I'm there and she can check in with me, she's really quite happy to do that. And that's quite an important skill for our children because they live in this world of technology where it's like instant gratification all the time. But you know what? Like I can leave a pile of books out for Chloe and she will go and sit and she'll flick through the books and she'll be like, oh, mommy, look at this picture. Or, you know, we'll sit down and we'll chat and have a look at them. And one of the things <laughs> that she really loves, I don't know if you have these over in the US, you probably do. But have you seen those Where's Wally books? Like she loves those where you can find like the character in, you know, all, and try and find all of the other um like in you've got to find this character in this particular scene and it's so good for kids because they've just got to like concentrate and you I might also go and like in advance by some like craft projects and just all kind of things like that that don't require a lot of energy input from me but we can just have some really nice good quality time together okay so there you go that is the last in this four-part series I really hope it's giving you a bit of an insight into how you could make cycle thinking work for you on a day-to-day basis and if it's something that you would like to implement but you could use some support creating the plan then please grab yourself one of my coaching slots the link is in the show notes as always if coaching isn't for you right now come and join us over in the Facebook community I'd love to get to know you I run challenges I share recipes over in that group it's the place where I hang out it's the only place these days where you will really find me so come and get to know us get to know the community over in that group as always I hope you have an amazing week and don't forget to leave me a review over on iTunes if you have a second and let's connect in the next episode thank you for listening hope you like it Leave my mummy a review.